We need to understand, though, that demons, the only way that they can do anything to you is to have a legal right. So this self-deliverance tonight is based on canceling that legal right. Do you understand that? You can you can beat up a bunch of demons. Now, you need to remember, too, you can have more than one of the same kind of demon. You say, well, but geez, Scott, I cast that out. Oh, mean number 37 when there's 46 in there? Do you understand? So sometimes you this has been in the bloodline for so long or that you've been involved in you know some pretty bad things for a long time. Uh, you've got a truckload, and you need to get rid of them. So first and foremost, and this whole moving forward into self-deliverance is humbling yourself. Take note of all this. Okay, I'm going to be going through some things here. You want to take note. Humble yourself, repenting with a repentant heart, meaning that you understand that you're dirty, that you are sinful, that you, you've done wicked things. And through conviction, not condemnation, then we go before the Lord with a humble heart and repentance. And with this, in the Spirit, God knows your heart, He knows you're ready, and He'll be there with you. So your walk from that point forward is everything. That once you've taken care, once you've broken, once you've cast out, once you've bound, once you've closed the door, your walk is everything. If you turn back to your vomit, if you turn back to your sin, the demons that you've cast out can return, okay, but I cast to the pit. But you need to understand that there's a thousand more out there to take their place. And they'll just pick up where the other one's left off. So yes, you end up worse, okay, seven times worse. Okay, there's a little more to that story, but I want to get into that. But you need to understand that anything that comes back, that if it takes hold, most likely you allowed it. Most likely you went back to your sin. Most likely you didn't believe. Most likely there was something there that just didn't set right with you, that you didn't stand in the faith, you didn't believe. Do you understand? Your faith is the exact opposite of fear. So if fear comes in, fear that you didn't get delivered, fear that you're no good, fear that God doesn't, do you understand? These are lies. That's why Christ died. He, what he did on the cross set the stage for all this. So you could end up worse, but not necessarily. Okay, you may get something that comes back and you just need a little, you know, fresher up here. However, you will lose your healing. Okay, let's say that uh, you, you were deaf in one ear or that you had a pain in the side or a heart murmur or something and you were healed, okay, because the healing can come when the demons leave. It may be the demon that was doing it, okay, and so now you've went back, you've lost faith or something along that lines and a demon comes back, takes the, so now the illness is back, so you lost your healing. Do you understand how that works, okay? All right, so everything is conditional, always. Your conviction, your repenting, your renouncing, you asking for forgiveness is conditional. Are you going to do it? Did you really mean it? What was it about? Are, are you splitting hairs? Are you not being specific? Are you just simply shotgunning and broadcasting over all the sins when you really need to get down to some specific stuff? Okay, and I'm going to be using an example of this. 
that 99.9% of the people have indulged in some time or another. Okay, and I'll use that as an example for how to bring your deliverance out. So everything that you've done can basically go in the trash by coming back to what got you there in the first place. And so your sickness, demonization, being demon-possessed, whatever the situation was, if you didn't fully repent, if you didn't break, if you didn't renounce, if you didn't ask for forgiveness, and, 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 and let's say you did, but you didn't have a true repentive heart, then unfortunately that stuff just goes in the wastebasket. Now, some of you are really infected. I'm sorry. I was too. You know, and and I've had people can't even make it to my office because the demons are holding them down on the ground. Well, that's a lot of demons. That's a lot of legal right. That's a lot of entry point. And that's a circumstance that, again, takes a third, a second person, not just yourself. So some of you that are really infected and some of you that are really cursed, you need deliverance by someone who knows what they are doing, that is anointed, that is able to, to, to stand over you and stand with you and even stand in proxy. However, again, you may get some relief by doing self-deliverance and you may get a healing, okay? Um, the, the point of it is, is that in your obedience of what you're doing, you're moving forward, you're knocking on the door, you're taking authority, you're making that aggressive step to get yourself cleaned up, to come back into relationship with God. So without full deliverance, removing basically anything that may be an iniquitous pull can pull you back. So otherwise, let's say you had an addiction. Let's say a pornography addiction. And you, you truly did repent, you renounced, and you got the demon cast out. But see, unfortunately, because of such behavior, it becomes a part of who you are. Do you understand? When you practice something, just like any athlete, they do it over and over and over again. Um, and what happens then, it's like muscle reflex and muscle memory. So now you're out there, you're in the flesh, you're not paying attention, you don't have the form or God in on, and the next thing you know, something flashes up. Maybe you're just on the internet and you're trying to search for something and something pops up. Well, all of a sudden you're, you're hooked. Okay. The bait of Satan. You've been ensnared, the pagese, you've been taken in and down you go. The pull by spirits of your flesh, you did not crucify. Okay. There's a consecration. As I talked about, as you move forth, you get rid of the old man. You, you get that cleansed out, and you have to walk. And let me give an example. If you have been in the occult, you practice witchcraft, you are on a short leash. Do you understand? You cannot go back to any of it at all. Because the, the big, powerful demons that you were dealing with, the other ones that are out there are drooling. They have bated breath. They're waiting for you to screw up. And they'll do things that will cause you, again, with the iniquitous pull or set the snare, and you take it just a little bite, and next thing you know, just like someone, you know, that's an alcoholic, and, you know, they're, they've, they've been on the wagon, and they're, they're holding true, you know, you're dry drunk, right? And then you, you decide, well, you know, I can, I can just have a sip, 
Well, you can't. Okay, and pornography and and all the other stuff out there, uh, it's the same way. So, so the bottom line again is it's your choice. Don't get mad at God. Don't get mad at Jesus. Okay, take responsibility to say, you know what, I I screwed up, but I'm sorry. I need to 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 come back and 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 if you if you have to start over again, then start over again. Chances are you're not going to have to. There, there'll be when, when you get cleaned up and you've made a mistake and you get some in, you'll find out that when instead of getting rid of ones and twosies, you may be able to get rid of a whole bunch of them at one time. So the bottom line is, is it's your choice, and God gave you a way out, so it's up to you, period. That's the way it is. I think you get the point, okay? So there's nothing here that is magic, nothing that is mystical, and nothing that is technical. The simplicity of deliverance is in, in the understanding of who you are in Jesus Christ. You are not going to tolerate it. You are not going to take it. You have Christ in you that is greater in you than he that's in the world. You've been given the power and authority with Christ who's in you. You have the blood covering. And so when you know that you are battle-hardened, seasoned, and ready to go, the demons will run from you. Do you understand that? They'll shiver and quake and shake and, and absolutely the anxieties upon them for the fact of you entering a room happens. So when I say nothing technical, the simplicity of deliverance in itself is just absolutely a grace. So if you're expecting some formula, some pill, some magic bullet, well, you're going to be disappointed. Now, some have tried to make it more complicated than it is. You need to understand that the Holy Spirit guides. He's the one who guides you in this path. There are things that you say. There are things that you do. There is something that is of an order, but I do not like formulas. I stay away from them. So if you do not believe in the simplicity of prayer, then you're going to be disappointed. Now, as we start, and as I explain and give an example always let the Holy Spirit lead period okay these are basics and though again they may be in order they're not a formula and remember only the blood of Jesus Christ in his name should be used when we give all the glory to God when we give thanks and and all this but you need to understand that it is the name of Jesus Christ that demons have to obey, okay? That in this, that the name of Jesus is all that I use. He paid the price. He took back the keys of death and hell. It is his name, okay? Because as I said before, demons fear Jesus. Demons must obey Jesus. So with Christ in you, you are the authority. They must obey you. They must do what you tell them to do, but first, you need to repent. You must eliminate their legal right to have you in the first place. Do you understand that? So you may have authority, but they still have a legal right. So let's say that you have a very nice home in a, in a very nice neighborhood, and but at nighttime there's people coming from other neighborhoods into yours and they're breaking in cars 
they're jumping over fences and getting in, stealing jewelry and all this other stuff. And, and so you spend all this time getting the security system up, but yet you leave the, the front gate open and you leave the front door open and you even leave a flashlight out there for them in a bag so they can throw the jewelry in. Do you understand? So we must eliminate all possibilities for them to have any potential of coming at you. So again, conviction, understanding that I've done something wrong, repenting of that, saying I'm not going to do that anymore, and then renouncing it. Because it may be one, let's say that you were in witchcraft. You did something of divination. You did clairvoyance. You, you did necromancy. You did something. We renounce it. We renounce the spirits behind it. And remember, always ask for forgiveness for what you've done. Okay? So go before the Lord and with a repentant heart, humble yourself and systematically go through all the bad stuff, the sin that you've been in. So sit down and make a list. And some of you have a very long list. Now, there are things that you've done that you don't remember. Maybe you were high, you were drunk, you know, whatever the situation is. What I do is I say those things known and unknown because your repentant heart and the grace of the blood of Jesus Christ covers those. But what we want to do is make a conscious effort to go after those things that we know, that we remember, to get rid of them, and then the Holy Spirit will guide you. He'll give you that word of knowledge. He'll give you the information on the next things that need to come out. And so when we lay everything at the cross, and let me make you understand what that means, again, we're repenting. Okay, and renouncing and asking for forgiveness. When people go, well, leave it at the cross, okay, but you haven't repented. You didn't renounce. You didn't ask for forgiveness. Oh, yeah, I just shed. No, no, you need to get on your face. You, you need to come to the altar, and, and I don't care if snot's running out of your nose. I mean, I've done deliverance where, man, I, the, two boxes of hankies had to be done. Because when the Holy Spirit starts moving and you see the, the wallowing and the sin that you've been and how it has grieved the Holy Spirit, how it flies in the face of what Jesus did, it hurts. Do you understand? There's a conviction of knowing what we've done to our Jesus. Demons are here to, to still kill and destroy. And if you're some kind of milk toast, uh, spineless coward, no wonder you're getting beat up. You've got to pull yourself up. You've got to say, you know what? I am a child of the Most High God. I've been bought with the price of the blood of Jesus. I'm an heir to the kingdom. How dare you, demons? And it's that attitude that causes them to run. So once you have done that, once you have come to the understanding of who you are, and you have broke the legal rights, otherwise repenting, renouncing, confessing, asking for forgiveness, you are breaking that legal right of the sin, giving the demons, which was basically a contract that has been now terminated. Do you understand? You terminated the contract, and it was the blood that allowed you to do it. Uh, they may be spirits of depression, confusion, sickness. There, there may be some that cause pain. 
There, there, there may be some that uh, are fear demons. Well, let's break their legal right, and then from there they cannot operate, and we're, getting the, we're setting the stage for them to be cast out. So some of you have no authority until you repent. You say, well, that, that doesn't, well, then why is everyone getting beat up? Why is everyone dying and committing suicide? Why are Christians just every bit or more in worse shape than the rest of the world? There you go. Fighting demons, breaking their legal rights, is one of the first things to do. Now, if you do not break their legal right, it's like trying to pick a fight with someone that's twice your size. By breaking the legal right, you're cutting them down to size so you can handle them. Does that make a little more sense now? So this is one of the really one of the real reasons I do not really teach on self-deliverance too much because it's a it's a bit tricky, but we're going to do it anyway. So, however, again, for maintenance, keeping the house clean is really what I've been trying to teach. So let's recap. Your convention, your conviction comes from the Holy Spirit. Now, conviction is different than those things of condemnation. Condemnation comes from when the evil one gets you to do something and you fall for it and you do it, and now they turn around and they blame you for it. Okay? And not with, with you not understanding that, it, that uh, we can renounce, we can repent, we can ask for forgiveness, then by doing so, that is broken. So let's look at it like a courtroom. The judge, God, the prosecutor, Satan, the bailiff, demons, defense attorney, Jesus, you're the one on trial. Okay, Jesus and his um, victory on the cross, he paid for the sins all past, present, and future. He broke the curse of the garden upon man. But we are to continue the fight until his return. And in that means that when we have sin that we've committed, that in our repentance, then this is when what he did on the cross takes in. That's called grace. So Jesus can overturn this evidence that has been presented against you. And this was the blood redemption. Okay? But in itself, we still go before the throne and we say we're sorry. So the judge hears. So the judge, God, must know and sense and feel your remorse. He knows our hearts. He must see you repentant. That when this takes place, then bang, the gavel comes down and it's done. The legal right is broken. Once this has been done and verified in the spirit and acted basically by the spoken word, we need to remember that in our confession and our renounce and our spoken word is extremely powerful into the spirit realm that when you repent and renounce, the demons hear it. The demons must take the shackles off, otherwise the, the bailiff, taking the handcuffs off to let you out of jail. Now, you, you're out of jail, you got out of the cell, but you haven't got out of the building yet, okay? So you're not free just yet. You're on probation. And your new freedom starts when you step out of the jailhouse and in your conviction must understand that everything is conditional, always. Satan, being basically one that is able to, to, uh, 
to draw, to lure, to ensnare you back into your sin, you must understand that in the neutralizing of the legal right, that by your wickedness, by your draw, by generational sins, you can come back into this. Okay? Now, the other thing, too, is that once it's broken, that especially if you're were in the black arts, you were in, in um, witchcraft and so forth, these demons are like scouts. They're always watching. You know, remember the watchers in the Old Testament? Spirits are always looking and even testing the waters to see if you're ready to come back. Do you understand? So let's, let's again make sure that that doesn't happen. So understand that what we're about to do is like a spiritual courtroom. Demons can only do what you've allowed them to do. And when you break their legal right, you bind them and you cast them out and send them to the pit. They do not come back. But if you do fall back to your sin, and that's one of the problems about not being fully delivered. Sometimes people only get a little delivered. They feel so good because the ones that were causing pain but the ones that got him into that circumstance did not get cast out. So cancel that right, bind them for moving, and especially into others. Now, you remember, okay, so as a husband, I'm going to do self-deliverance. Well, are you covering your wife? Are you covering your kids? Are you covering your dog? Are you covering your cat? Are you covering grandpa? Do you understand? So if you're getting, you're breaking binding, make sure that you have a covering over the family that these demons do not transfer to them, and they will. So when you see something like this that takes place, remember that you can go and anoint and lay hands and command them to leave. I have seen demons leave one person during a deliverance and go into another. The other person had an open door of satanic ritual abuse, and the one that was being worked on was unfortunately... Uh, intentionally uh, programmed to be in Washington, D.C. I've told the story before. I don't want to get into it right now, though. So understand that we need to close those doors and forbid them from transferring. That's why I send them to the pit. So anything that you do from this point needs to be something that isn't of the flesh. Now, it can you can get worked up. You can get excited. You can, you know, you want to lash out. You get angry. A righteous anger is fine. To get angry is fine, but do not sin. And so we don't want to be in the flesh. So let's say something like this, if we're going to do self-deliverance. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I repent of my fornication. Because I'm going to be using that as an example, since 99.9% .9 of you have it. I am sorry for such sin that defiled my body and my soul. Your soul is made up of your emotions, your will, your, your personality, your thoughts. And so by continuing such things, you become that. Do you see how that works? So our soul is defiled. I ask for your forgiveness and renounce all legal rights, all strongholds, and I close all entries in the name of Jesus Christ. For as a bondservant of Jesus Christ, who Christ is in me, my body, my vessel, my temple is now yours, Jesus. So I serve notice and all demons as I speak into the spirit realm that all curses, both mind and of generational, are now canceled, void, and rendered to no effect and cast down.
that again, all legal rights are canceled, all strongholds are lifted, all entries are closed. I refuse retaliation, ambushment, and sabotage in the name of Jesus Christ. So you can have demons that splinter off. You can have demons that are um, maybe the squatters. They didn't have a legal right to begin with. And so they can come in and they can try and assist. They can try and uh, come at you. So in this, we refuse retaliation, ambush, or sabotage. I will not receive or allow any demons of my past to torment, harass me, or my family, my wife, husband, my children, my grandchildren, and all future generations in the name of Jesus Christ. So you see the words that I'm using? See the simplicity of it? The fact that I've come into the standing, I've come into the repentance, I know who I am. This, this is where these words become powerful. See, most of you have never experienced that. When I saw it for the first time myself, I couldn't believe it. Didn't, it didn't matter that this demon was choking this woman to where she was turning all kinds of colors. There was a calmness in my spirit with the guidance of the, of the word of knowledge to say what I said that stopped it. And that's where you need to be. So finish out with this. This is my body. This is my soul. This is my spirit. This is my life. Given to me by God. I will fulfill what God has planned for me. Do you understand? My body, this is my body. So you're claiming, you're reclaiming what the enemy has stolen. Do you understand? I will fulfill what God has planned for me. So from this point forward, any disobedient spirits will receive the wrath of God for not obeying the man or woman of God. Right? You're an heir. You're grafted in. You're a seed of Abraham. You, you are covered in the blood. Now, some people will say, I do not have the legal right to, to bring punishment. Well, again, what part do we not understand that we have been given all power and all authority? We have been given back the keys of death and hell. We are to occupy. See, we were thrown out of the, the garden. We lost the legal right. We were given the original through Adam to be the one in charge. So now we're in charge again, and let's act like we are. So regardless of what anyone else says, this is the way I've been doing it, now going in 18 years, and you know what? It works. So with that, we've been given all power and all authority with Christ that is in us, that was given back to us by Jesus Christ. He gave it all back to us, all right? So you are a fighter, you are a warrior. You take back what the enemy has stolen from you. You see, that's basically what deliverance is. It's spiritual warfare, it's fighting, it's binding, it's casting out demons. And in it, the basic foundation is knowing who you are in Christ and what has been given to you. The power, the authority, the ability to cast out demons, to bind up the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. Curses are removed the same way. Do you understand? So I would say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I break the curse of Freemasonry off of myself. 
my wife, my family, my bloodline, and all future generations. Do you understand? So it would be the same thing. You can also stand in proxy that you ask for forgiveness for what your ancestors did. This is part of the breaking of the curse. Again, taking authority and standing in that. Very important. Deliverance is led by the Holy Spirit. It is not a formula. This whole thing is for setting yourself free. So we do this with each sin. Do this with each curse. It's what I do. It's, it takes a while. When someone, some of you have come to see me, it takes a couple hours. I interview you. I take notes. You know, we get you to, as you're confessing to me, I'm writing down the particular sin. I get you to go through and renounce each sin. Okay? And then from there, then I take over and start casting them out. So with a self-deliverance, then you're doing that. And understand, to give God, Jesus, all the glory. Now at this point, ask God's angels at Sword's Point to round up all the demons. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, I ask for your warring angels at Sword's Point to go and round up, scoop up all these foul things in the name of Jesus, Bind them with a threefold cord. A cord, a threefold cord is not easily broken. And take them to the pit to never return in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, it's done. Do not allow other demons to tell you any different. You have repented. You have renounced. You have asked for forgiveness. It's done. 